Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Live Without Limits. Today's show is turning Sunday into payday. The entrepreneur builds an enterprise. The technician builds a job, said Michael Gerber. While working with us and studying entrepreneurial legends for over 25 years, I have concluded that there are three main reasons people start their own business. They are money, freedom and flexibility, cause and passion. Some will debate that money is the best reason because it takes the emotion out of business. Others say that flexibility is the best reason because it allows you to live your life in the manner that that best suits you and your family while others still say that following your passion is the true road to happiness. The debate is endless because all sides are plausible. However, for me, it is not an either-or situation. You see, for me, it is incorporating all three, and that, my friend, makes me a mighty fine life. But it does seem that all entrepreneurs have one thing in common, They all had a defining moment that sparked their decision. They all had the uh aha moment that could not be ignored. They all had the epiphany time that would change their legacy. I have wondered what that would be like to experience such an epiphany. Well, the old saying be careful what you wish for, is so true. What doesn't kill you will make us stronger. At this point, we don't rule out malignancy. The doctor said, I looked at my husband. I knew he was asking the doctor questions, but I didn't hear any words. I saw his lips moving and felt his strong hand on top of mine. But all I could think was I needed to wake up. This is not happening. I know I am just having a bad dream. It wasn't until I was in front seat of the car that I realized it wasn't a dream. Are we going home, I asked. No, my husband said. We are going to get your ultrasound and more x-rays. Oh, I replied. It didn't really matter where we were going because all I could think of at that moment was the three beautiful children my husband and I had been blessed with. First, my thoughts were on my 10-year-old, Michaela. Without me, who would she talk to about boys? Who would show her how to put on makeup and help her pick out a college. But the most painful thought was, 
who would comfort her in her loss. For the past three years, Michaela had accompanied me on the race for the cure breast cancer walk. She was well aware of the horrors of treatment. She often commented about people walking in honor of a loved one. For her, I knew that would be no scapegoating the truth. Then my thoughts shifted to Connor, my eight-year-old son, an amazing football player who plays it cool with his dad and friends. He is an undeniably sweet boy who always writes a special card for me on Mother's Day. What would he do next May? Would he pretend to write a card, not telling his teacher that he has no one to give it to? Suddenly, I felt that growing, I felt like growing up. I asked my husband to pull over. Once back in the car, all I could think about was Delaney, a four-year-old princess. She was so used to having both my husband and me tuck her in at night. She wakes up each morning with a smile on her face and kisses to spare her. Have I made enough of an impact on her life so that in 10, 12, 15 years from now, she would remember me? Over the following three weeks, I was poked, prodded, and sliced. On the 22nd day, I found out that I did not have breast cancer. You would think that I would be so happy that I could not wait to get back to my normal routine, but no. Something happened going through the breast cancer scare changed my life in many ways. You see, I've always wanted to start my own business, a business that would empower working moms, a business that would provide the resources and tools for every working mom to lead a healthier, wealthier, and more blended lifestyle. It is my belief that working moms have more influence on what our world would look like than any other single group of people. Plus, they have the responsibility to match. I even purchased the URL for my business way back in July of 2007. <laughs> but I already had a job. And although it was a job where I worked a lot, too much actually, I made good money. So I kept saying, someday, someday I will start that new business. I'm not sure what kept holding me back before the cancer scare. Perhaps it was the fear of the unknown or the fact that secretly I needed to prove something to myself that I could be a big-time CEO and have a family while writing best-selling books. When I would speak at conferences, working moms who heard about my cancer accomplished and family life always asked me 
How? How did you do it? Those moms were always with me, tucked in the back of my brain, not forgotten, but put on hold for Sunday. But after the scare, the need to create that new business and help other working moms have the lifestyle that they wanted and deserve was overwhelming. I could not do it. I have to admit, unlike most working moms, I had developed systems and strategies for leading, for the most part, a complete and full life. I had raised kids who were strong, confident, and compassionate. And I knew that I could teach any working mom who wanted to make more money to accomplish that as well. So in one of the worst recessions America had ever seen, one of the highest unemployment rates in history, I left the best job I ever had in my 25-year career. Three months later, my business was a reality. What I learned along the way will help you jumpstart any new business. You see, I did not take a dime from my investors, even though the offers were there. My husband and I took a relatively small amount of money out of our personal bank account and put the money into our new company. Several of my industry colleagues questioned me about turning down investors and using my own money. My answer was simple. This was the way I had been teaching others to stand, to start a business at my last job, and this was the way I was going to do it. Now, almost eight years later, I live life on my terms, and I can work from anywhere I desire. I only work with people I truly like and respect and on projects that I believe in. And here are the most valuable lessons I have learned so far. The 10 best business relationship building tips to help you profit slower. Know something personable about the people you do business with. Some people don't believe in mixing business with pleasure, but your business should be your pleasure. Think about how much time you spend on your business. It makes it so much nice to know what's important to your colleagues. For anyone who has kids, there is nothing more important to them. Make an effort to know their children's names. Or if your colleagues is an avid golfer or tennis player, ask them how their game is going. This doesn't have to monopolize the entire conversation. It is a great way to start off the business function and meeting, especially if you have not seen a person in a while. What we're talking about here is whenever you make a contact, put together, and it's easy with software today to keep records of when someone's birthday is, when the anniversary is, 
when their children's birthdays are, what special day, of, you know, what specialty. And by keeping those records, if you send them an email or a message congratulating them. I'm on LinkedIn, and one of the things that LinkedIn does is they will let you know when someone, like, say you started a business on, on a certain day, it will let you know, and you always send them a message of congratulations. Or if it's a birthday, they will let you know. The idea being by keeping in touch with them, they will remember you when you want to do business with them, or even to refer business to you. To you, always be sincere. Has this ever happened to you? You are at a conference and you meet someone in your industry. You seem to hit it off well, and you think this could be a good business connection. Your new business connection even it initiates the card exchange and says. Call me anytime. You follow up right away with a phone call or email, and nothing happens. After a few weeks of trying, you realize it's a dead end. If you have no intention of cultivating a relationship, do not give the impression otherwise. It's really okay not to offer cards at conferences. And if someone asks you if they can call on you, and you know you are not interested, tell them up front. Be polite and respectful, but never give the impression that you are going to do something when you know you will not. Respond to, co to colleagues in a timely manner. We are all busy. Someone else's biggest priority is usually not our own. However, if you agree to do something for someone, do it in a timely manner. Recently, a colleague wrote a book and wanted some feedback on his first chapter. Unfortunately, his request went onto my junk email folder. When I saw the request three days later, I immediately sent him an email explaining the situation and told him I would read the chapter right away and send them my comments. It was 11 p.m. when I saw the request, but I still read the chapter and sent off my comments right before midnight. Sure, I would rather have gone to bed and done it in the morning, but I knew this was important to him. We had been colleagues for 10 years. We had worked on multiple projects together and he never missed a deadline. Sure enough, he was online and sent me a big thank you as soon as he received my email. It is always important to answer people immediately. Often, whenever I get an email or check my email and I see that I've gotten a response from someone or a message from someone on LinkedIn, I will go on there and answer them. Why? Because you show, it shows you and it leaves a, an impression on them 
that is very important when it comes to business because they know that when you say you will do something, that you will do it. The biggest problem that, we, that many coworkers lack and entrepreneurs lack is the knowledge that they can trust the people that they work with. And the best thing you can do is look for ways to increase and build that trust between you. Always arrive on time. Fashionably late does not exist in business. Showing up late for business meetings or lunches lets the other person know you don't respect their time and that you think your time is more valuable. It also makes one question of the project well done on time. That it will get done on time. Never use your children as an excuse. Many times the reason for not finishing a report or being late for a meeting very well may be because one of your children wasn't feeling well or they couldn't find their homework or you forgot to pack school lunches. Regardless of the reason, never walk in a business meeting that you were late for and announced up that spot eight Carmen's homework and you spent the last hour redoing the assignment. Simply apologize for being tardy and ask what you missed and move on. There will be times when real emergencies occur. At that point, it is perfectly fine to let your colleagues know that you need to leave because your child needs you. This is the biggest thing that we don't always realize, but we have to accommodate at times because there's always something that may break into it. You have plans. You're on your way there. And what happens when your car breaks down? Or what happens if there's an accident in front of you and you cannot move until it's taken away? Emergencies always happen, but you just need to apologize. Be positive. No one likes to be around cranky people besides the fact that cranky people take the fun out of things. It can be draining and counterproductive. A study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology shows that positive people accomplish more than negative people. There are ways that you can always think very positively. For one thing, go online. Look for quotes that are positive. Listen to audio programs constantly that help change your attitude. Or do deep relaxation, something that gets rid of the tension in the body that leads to all this negativity. There are many things that you can do that can retrain your thinking and keep you in a positive 
attitude. And the laws of attraction, the more your attitude is uplifting, the, the better the energy you are putting out into the universe. You know, there has been talk about the fact that if you could see the energy that surrounds you, you can see the colors, and each color tells what kind of mood you're in. And you want to exude a real positive outlook because people will be attracted to you. They want to be around people who are positive, and they turn away from people who are negative. Know something about your potential business associates company. If you are off to meet with a potential business associate, make sure you do your homework. Understand the company's main function and core competencies. Know how long they have been in business. Have a basic understanding of how you can work together with the Internet only information is just a keyboard away. Here's something to think about. I grew up in Savannah, and my aunts and uncles and my great-grandparents, my grandfather's family, originally settled in Savannah when they came from Europe. And they owned a general store there that was called the Gherkin General Store. That store eventually became and was bought out by a family that started the Crystal Beer Parlor. The Crystal Beer Parlor is a seafood restaurant. And they, in their original menu, they actually told the story and had pictures of my aunts and uncles. And you can go online and you can look up Crystal Beer Parlor and you can find the history of that restaurant because they tell you. And the one unique thing about Savannah, Georgia, is it was one of the original 13 colonies. And it was the city that founded the state. So when you are dealing with a business, it doesn't matter, but it helps to give you, yourself an idea of what type of business, how long it's been around, how long that site has been used, what's the history behind it. Never, ever gossip. Being known as a gossip, it's the fastest way to destroy a business relationship. Regardless of your skill set, no one will want to work with you. Gossip can destroy careers and take up valuable time that could be spent on gratifying situations. Give more than you get. Karma does exist. If you are known as the WIIFM, what's in it for me type, you need to work, to change your image when you are willing to help others without payback. It comes back to you tenfold. Don't get me wrong. 
We are all running businesses, working towards maintaining a balanced life. However, helping a business colleague without the expectation of payback will be far more beneficial to you in the end. Just say no. Being a working mom, we try to please everyone. However, there are times when saying no to your request in business is better than saying yes. If, you, if your plate is full and you feel and you know that you will not be able to honor the request in a satisfactory manner, then don't do it. If you know the outcome of the substandard, you are at risk of hindering your credibility, <coughs> disappointing your colleagues, and missing deadlines or projects that you have already committed to. By saying no, your colleagues which actually respect you more for your honesty and your commitment to finishing what you already started. This is a big thing that a lot of people don't understand. They don't know how to say no when they need to. And this becomes a very big issue in business. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com. And we can sit down with you and we can work with you to help you look at all the, the tactics and things that you need to do to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be in the future. Remember, it is up to you to decide where you want to go with your business and how far you want to take it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.